Hello and welcome to Virtual Team Dynamics, the Ulfire podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder, principal consultant here at Ulfire. At Ulfire, we specialise in helping organisations get the most from their virtual teams through understanding how team members interact. This is episode number seven, and today we're going to be discussing how to understand and work with corporate politics in virtual team organisations and how some of these politics impact on the way virtual teams function. As with all of our podcasts, there's an accompanying blog article on the Ulfire website, which is www.ulfire.com.au. Please do feel free to check it out for uh, additional and accompanying information. So corporate politics, yeah, we all love it, we all hate it. It's a fact of life, it's a fact of business. Politics, it seems, are absolutely everywhere in what we do, how we work, how we interact, and how we how we achieve what we set out to achieve within these projects. Um, but within a virtual team, corporate politics becomes much more than the standard um, office debates and office discussions and office politics that you would normally be used to encountering. They happen across borders, they happen in different cultures, and they happen between offices, and often they will happen at boardroom level, um, or they'll happen at levels that the boardroom may never see, but in many, many ways the boardroom should be completely aware of. So, where to start? At the heart of most politics is power, and power is just the same. It's the same issue whether you're in a, a virtual team environment or whether you're in public public politics. The quest for power, the the desire to to be in a position where you can hold that power over your other offices, where you can use that power either for for self-advancement or for the advancement of your group or your team or your interest. And in many cases, unfortunately, to use that power to, uh, to suppress or uh, have greater influence within an organisation than one of the other offices. And it's this insidious uh, level of power that really can cause major problems within a virtual organisation. The politics goes on and it will be one office in one location or several members or even an individual within one office in one location trying to build a a political position within that organisation that lets them have power over uh, over their own future and sometimes over the future of the other offices. Home office politics, typically you'll have you'll have people withholding access to staff. So you may have a, a PA in an organisation who who takes it upon themselves to restrict office to their to their manager, to re- restrict access to their manager. Um, that that in itself is a is a is a form of politics. They do this to make their own position stronger, and uh, and in some cases they will play favourites. They'll let some people that they like have easy access to their managers, and they'll have others who they don't necessarily support, who they where they restrict the access. For a manager who's not aware of it, these sorts of even these sorts of small political. Um, shenanigans within an organisation can be quite um, quite disruptive. The manager becomes isolated from certain members and from certain voices, and they don't know necessarily what's going on. If you if you apply that same scenario to a virtual team situation, you can have 
individuals from one office who have potentially better access to the managers. Maybe they maybe they know them from from previous dealings. Maybe they're co-located with them. Um, they can then play with messages. They can influence messages that make it to that manager meaning that the manager sometimes will only become aware of one side of a story and will only then be able to act on that one side. So it's very much incumbent on the managers of these virtual teams to keep themselves separate from the politics, to operate in a space which is above and away from the political areas where these politics may go on, but at the same time to be incredibly aware that inter-office politics and virtual teams are part and one of the same thing, that the, that the political dealings will have a very heavy impact on the outcomes of the work that these managers are tasked with running. And if they can't manage the politics and, de- and, and even understand that the politics are there, they're going to have greater problems in completing the work that they've been tasked with. So other examples within a home office, you will have um, managers employing family members, you'll have um, people offering favourites and uh, and then sidelining people who, who for whatever reason they don't want to support or they don't want to patronise. And when that happens in an office that the manager can't see, when it's happening in another country, when it's happening in another city or in another part of the same city, again it's extremely difficult for the for those tasked with managing these overall projects to be aware that these things are happening. So again, you've got to be vigilant. You've got to keep an eye on what's going on. You've got to have your ear to uh, to the ground. Um, and you've really got to rely on your own intuition and your own abilities to see these things. You may have trusted voices. You may have trusted uh, advisors within these other offices. But again, you've got to be conscious that some of these voices and advisors may themselves either be political operatives, for want of a better expression, or may be being influenced by either directly or indirectly by someone else working the politics within the other office. Where where things can start to get um, quite complex also from a business perspective is if there are bonuses if there are financial rewards or promotions and so forth which which can accompany one office having particular levels of uh, let's say contribution to the overall benefit of the organization um so an organization which is establishing a virtual team needs to needs to really look long and hard at their reward structures if you're going to reward your offices based on how much work they do in their local in their local area in their local region and you're going to make those rewards available uh, preferential to how well they support work that's being done by other offices even if that work in it in in holistic sense is of greater benefit to the overall organization then human nature for many people will be that they will work in ways which gives them the greatest benefit either them personally or their or their office and their group so if the reward is if the reward structure is to reward an office for how well it performs in its local marketplace but you were then to say to this office that you need it to be one of the major contributors to a virtual team project which is not in their local marketplace 
they will take that work as long as it does not um, it doesn't get in the way of any work for their lo local market. But as soon as local market work comes along, which is better for their bottom line, better for their bonuses, better for their potential promotion opportunities and so forth, there's a very good likelihood that this virtual teamwork will become abandoned or will take a very low level of, um, of precedence people will be taken off the virtual teamwork and will be put on to local work simply because that local work then will pay uh, will pay benefits at the end of the year for the managers who are responsible for it so again it's it's not specifically politics but it's definitely got an influence on the overall way that the politics work within within organizations so if you're going to use a virtual team approach you very very much need to look at how the reward structure works within your organization and place those rewards where the business needs the benefits rather than where an individual office needs to benefit. You need to look at it and say, right, okay, across the board, this project is our most critical. We've got, the, we as an organization have most to win or to lose if this project is successful. So we as an organization, between all of us, need to get together and make sure that this project is a success and build the reward structures around that not around rewarding one particular office for one particular project that they may take on so hopefully these few little pointers will help a little bit along the way to help consider some of the issues of, uh, of politics within virtual teams um, there are so 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 many more issues that will go with it but um, but for now I think for, for a podcast of uh, the 10 minutes or so that we aim for with these this is probably a place to start but do feel free to uh, to keep checking out the website keep checking out the, the podcasts and there will be future discussions on this subject as time goes by so yes I hope you enjoyed it and please do feel free to check us out um, we're at www.ulfire.com.au you'll find a number of other podcasts on there and you'll also find uh, links to, to what the business offers. So thank you very much and I look forward to speaking to you in the future.